welcome to another episode of Solidarity. My name is Bridget G. My name is Bridget G. My name is Bridget G. And I'm Kelly D. (laughs) If you're listening for the first time, Solidarity is a podcast that discusses many different nuanced topics on modern day singleness. Well said. Thank you. Uh, Today I think it's really important for us to talk about something special. I think that from the beginning of the podcast, people were asking us, Will you two continue to do the podcast if one of you starts dating someone else? And our answer was yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, honestly, I feel like my feelings about this podcast changed all the time. Like, sometimes I feel really excited and passionate about it. Sometimes I feel like life is so busy that I can't think about the podcast very often. Sometimes my singleness is of no consequence to me, and sometimes I can feel it in, like, every fiber of my being. I agree with all that, and then additionally, as we've talked about before, I just hate listening to it. Yes, this is true. Because I hate myself. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I hate my voice. (laughs) Um, You all know the episode title, which is, Is Kelly Still Single? And so we're going to dive into that. Kelly, why don't you answer right off the bat, yes or no? Are you still single? I don't know. Oh! <laughs> I'm all like, yes or no. I did not think you I, would say, I don't know. Is it, a, is it, I don't know. I don't know if it's a yes or no right now. So, I am still single, and I did mention in my 30-day little, you know, thing-a-ding, that <laughs> I, like, was going to maybe go on a date. It didn't happen, because the guy really wanted to respect like the fact that we probably wouldn't end up together and not mm-hmm. waste my time. And I thought that was so nice of him. Mm-hmm. He said he's not religious, never going to be. And I was like, okay. I would have gone on a date with him though, you know, right. if he was down. But Which I've also had this experience where yeah, like someone didn't want to go on a date with me because they're not religious. So they're like, eh, let's just not go on a date. They're scared of us. We're scary. We are scary. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my answer. I turned 29 yesterday. I'm still single. Yes. I didn't cry about it. Good. I did cry last 29? year. Oh, you cried last year. Aww. I was like, I'm still single. No, I'm it's okay. Nowhere where I thought I'd be. But I think in the last year, a way I've grown is just really taking a good look at my life and seeing that, like, where I am is good. I can take advantage of my singleness in a way that, like, is so fun and exciting, and, like, make my life what I want it to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. Rather than, like, letting a relationship change that. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say hijack that, but that sounds mean. (laughs) I like that phrasing. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's my answer, but let's, uh, dive into yours, because mine's short. And sweet. And sweet. Mine's long and complicated. Okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to interview Kelly about this because her answer is, I don't know. It's not yes or no. Let's also just give, like, a really quick, like, statement here. Like, maybe it would make more sense at the end, but I'm just going to say now. Okay. This is, I mean, we're we're, we're going to do it, but this is, like, a very new thing. We decided to talk about this just because we think it's interesting content for a singleness podcast. And, um, it's a very new thing. 
that we're in that we're discussing i don't know okay so <laughs> here's how i would add to what okay, you're saying okay. <laughs> she's so nervous guys um we from the beginning wanted to invite everyone into our own journeys because just because we maybe stop being single or we like are pursuing something doesn't mean that we don't care about discussing this topic and so i think it makes sense that Kelly feels weird a little bit, but it also feels right to talk about it because it is early on in your exploring this relationship with mm-hmm. this man, but it feels right to share with our audience, like, yeah. and I, and I what think, is in that. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. We're The reason that we're even going public with this is more so just because of what our podcast is about, yeah. not because it is necessarily something that I'm comfortable going public with yet. Which, you know, actually, kudos. Great. That's brave. Interview me. Alright, so, how did you meet this gentleman? I met this gentleman through a dating app called CrossPass. Okay. And where is he from? You don't have to say the, <laughs> you don't have to say the exact place. Planet Earth. (laughs) (laughs) He's not from America. He's not from America. Okay, so how did you guys first start talking? Like, on the app, and then what happened? On the app, and we went, we just actually talked pretty minimally on there. And then he asked if I wanted to talk on WhatsApp. So for anybody who's not an American listening, that is just the most common way to communicate with somebody. It's like a really, really common app. Um, that's just basically messaging. You can do, uh, phone calls, video calls, and then, um, usually a really popular, like, format, too. It's just, like, voice messages, voice memos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, on this app, I had matched with, like, other people before, and that was a really common thing, was to, to get off the app. The app's, like, a, CrossFast is, like, super not well-known at all, so Mm -hmm. you run out of people to match with super quickly that are actually in your proximity, yeah. Um, and it also doesn't, like, usually, like, the notifications are, like, broken on it and stuff. <laughs> so it's actually really normal that if you start talking with somebody, typically it's, like, let's just exchange numbers or something because the app kind of sucks. Okay. Yeah. So then, anyways, we started talking on WhatsApp. And what was that connection like to begin with? I think in the beginning, I mean, just, like, kind of going back and forth with, like, texting or whatever was, like, really normal. Um, and then, so I just, I was like, oh, like, this guy is, like, super sweet. Like, yeah, I definitely, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this person's so funny, or this or that. It was, like, pretty, like, straightforward. Like, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, after a little bit of talking like that, he asked if I wanted to talk on the phone. And so I was like, okay. And in my mind, I was like, we'll just have, like, some weird, awkward phone call. (laughs) And then that will kind of in this connection, and I sure. can kind of move on or whatever. Yeah. And then we talked on the phone, and there's just, I don't know, a pretty, like, immediate connection, and it was just one of those things where we, I don't know, like, we were just instantly talking about, like, very, I think, like, deep things, and the conversation just flowed really easily, mm-hmm. and it was really natural. Cool. So, you guys have been talking long distance for how long? It's, it's still, it's still, like, a little under a month. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels kind of serious in the fact that you talk every day. Yeah. And you've gotten to know each other a lot. Yeah. 
What are some of the important things you talk about that you feel like are get to know you things that help you want to keep pursuing friendship or relationship with somebody, you know, like Mm -hmm. what do you, what do you, what has it that been like? Because you aren't doing activities (laughs) together. Right. Right. Isn't like classic dating. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think really getting an understanding of what our perspectives of life are, Mm -hmm. um, what our, what our morals are, what we're passionate about, um, how, like, what what I, what we're interested in doing with our lives, how we want to use our lives for things, and so I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like there's a lot of, like, common ground, and there's obviously, I mean, we're from very different cultures, so a big thing, this is, for anybody listening, this is going to be, like, a very controversial topic, but... Um, as you guys know, I'm Christian. He's a Muslim. Mm -hmm. So that's been one of the biggest things that we've had to discuss. And we just basically have just decided to really spend a lot of time on that as far as having a lot of conversations and really trying to understand one another's, um, backgrounds in that and understand what that looks like and similarity and differences. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, a lot of just, like, yeah, how we see the world, what's important to us. We're really similar in, like, um, I think being able to be very, very serious and then just laughing a lot and Mm -hmm. stuff. And anyone that knows me, I mean, that's, like, uber important that I'm laughing all the time but still engaging and, and talking about, like, serious things and being, like, an intentional person. Yeah. So I think those things are all really important. I think really trying, what we, I think we're really good about trying to break down each other's culture mm-hmm. and kind of understand like the differences in that, which that will take a long time for sure. Culture, even like I mean, when I, so I lived in Ireland, you think, okay, well, Irish and American, like how can that, you know, like, I, I don't know, like, you don't think there'd be so many cultural differences, but is really, it's just very complicated to adjust to a different culture. Yeah. And you don't realize how much your culture is embedded into you mm-hmm. and and how much it shapes you. And so, I mean, for me, I think I've been really fortunate because the last few years I've had an opportunity to meet a lot of people from different cultures. Mm-hmm. And so that's really challenged me and made me just really um, kind of like stop and, and figure out I think who I am outside of culture or like in ways that I want to be that or I guess like I agree with my culture in ways that I don't and just you know like this is a big thing for me too just having a very global perspective so I think I've always been very open to yeah being with somebody who doesn't come from like the same culture as myself yeah but that doesn't really include religion yes religion ultimately yeah religion is a completely different topic for sure yeah the Um, thing is like I think that sometimes religion is cultural for people yeah no I that's a that's a completely true statement yeah it's interesting because we've always made it really clear that what we're looking for is not just like a couple things but I think we have good ideas about the kind of guys that would be compatible with us But that Jesus being the most important thing is, like, the most important thing about our partner. And so 
I guess that's why I, I'm saying this sort of more for the sake of the audience, like that that's why it might seem controversial. Yeah. Right? Like, because you're pursuing conversation and you're even going as far as to say, I don't know if I'm single with a guy who's not a Christian. And so I don't know if this is really a question, <laughs> but I know that you, what you were saying earlier to me was that you're feeling peace about it. And Kelly's nowhere near, like, committing to calling this guy her boyfriend or, like, making huge moves. She's still in the process of, like, getting to know this guy. But tell us more about why you feel peace about pursuing this. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting question. Well... I get, like, just a just a very simple answer that isn't going to answer everything you just presented would just be, like, I'm really praying about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really being transparent with my friends about this. Yeah. I'm really being accountable to my friends about this. I'm not hiding anything with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not advertising this. I mean, obviously, this is... <laughs> Now we're apparently going to go public with this podcast, but I, I mean, yeah, I'm not like, I, I don't know. I just feel a lot of peace in the sense that I think my personality overall is, is a very, is a varied mixture of being very practical and logistical and being very, I don't know, like romantic, whimsical, like idealist or something like hopeful, hopeful. Sure. And so I think that all ties into the situation and yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was really nervous kind of talking to my friends about it just because um obviously it's a really crazy situation. It's a really unique situation. And I just really love their responses, which was just very like supportive and very caring and very much like guard your heart, be careful. But also just like, yeah, you know, this isn't like that crazy to us because just, like, who I am, I think, just being really open to, like, the world and stuff, and, like, just being really open to see, like, where things are going, and I think just, I don't know, I think I can have, like, I don't know, like, I kind of see myself as kind of a peculiar person, like, kind of a unique, like, individual in a lot of ways and stuff, and so I think this just isn't, like, that crazy of a situation to find myself in, that I would be talking to someone from, like, a different country, and for just for the connection to kind of feel like, I don't know, so like deep and yeah. 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 So in saying that you don't know if you're single or not, I think, um, you should add some clarification. So you're not pursuing anything with anyone else and you don't intend to. For, yeah, for the time being, I want to see where this goes and I'm not really interested and yeah, talking with any other guys. Yeah. You want to see it through. I want to see it through. Which is why it's, like, kind of would be implying that it's more than, like, a friendship. Yeah, But at the course. same time, I'm definitely not saying I'm in a relationship or have a boyfriend. Yeah. And just for those of you out there that would more err on the side of, like, caution for Kelly's sake, she's... She's cautious in it. Like, she has boundaries, and um, I've noticed that, like, just 
checking your own motives or checking like where you're at internally and emotionally and trying not to jump the gun on it I've noticed that that's what you're doing so yeah definitely trying to yeah so I guess like one of the reasons why this is something that I feel is okay to share is because I think that dating and romance and all that is like a much more complicated there's no formula type subject than the world seems to make it and and I mean like all parts of the world our Christian world and a secular world like you meet someone and you have some kind of instant chemistry and you fall in love and you're in the same place and so you get to do all these things together you know and I think all the time for me I'm like how is that even going to happen? You know, like (laughs) I just don't see it happening because the older I get, the more guys are married, you know, Mm -hmm. who are around my age and in my circles. And so like people my age have already met and gotten married to somebody. And so it feels like the chances are dwindling, right? Which is maybe why dating apps could be advantageous, you know, but I think also maybe in the seriousness of Christian dating, there's, like, no room for casual exploration of things. And I'm not even really saying that what you're doing is casual, because I don't think it is. But I think some people are really serious in the Christian world, where it's like you just shouldn't even try unless, you know, you're going to get married or something like that. Your intentions have to be... I grew up with that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I don't think it's crazy or Mm -hmm. wrong or anything because I think I probably lean a little bit more towards that. Sure. But I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm willing to go on a date with somebody who maybe not even a Christian, just even for the experience of it, you know, and like also interaction with people. Mm -hmm. But I know for myself, like there's no temptation there for me. Like if the guy doesn't love Jesus, I'm not going to be attracted to him and I know I can say that (laughs) all I want, but, like, ultimately, I really, really want it. But I just feel like where is the room, right, for seeing things through? Or, you know, I have just some other friends who also more casually date. It does, it's shorter, right? Like, they'll date people for, like, only a couple months sometimes just to see, and then they know pretty quickly, like, this isn't going to go long term, Mm -hmm. you know? And... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people look down on that, but how else are you going to find out? Like making the decision to pursue something long term with somebody is a big deal. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I'm saying this is because I guess I'm not really alarmed. I do I do think I'm a little skeptical and not of this guy. I met him over the phone today. Um, and he seems nice. Like, he seems you like hated a, him. a good depends. dude. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> um, but I, I don't have like a, a, yeah, I don't have a pit in my stomach of like, oh no, Kelly's going to move across the world and, you know, change all of her beliefs and stuff like that for a guy. I just don't think that's how it is because I know you. Yeah. But also like what you mentioned earlier, you're being really transparent with us and even asking our advice. And I think that your hesitation and even, like, asking about it this early on makes sense. 
but you still did anyway, mm-hmm. which is good. Because if you're talking to anyone every day, <laughs> like, yeah. they're clearly of some importance to you, you know? Right. So, I'm glad that we're in on it. I think that's, like, an important aspect of having healthy relationships is that we, like, let our friends in on our dating relationships or our romantic relationships because then your friends can have, like, an outside perspective and they can see what is good or bad, what is healthy or unhealthy, and tell you. I mean, it's always up to us to respond well, but I just don't see that a lot in our culture. Mm. People just go off and date. Like, so often people really compartmentalize their romantic relations relationships from the rest of their life, you know. And when they're dating, it's like they don't see anyone else. They don't, like, you don't meet this, like, new boyfriend of your friend, like, mm-hmm. until it's serious or whatever. And I'm sure there's reasons for that. Like, people protect themselves from scrutiny. And, yeah. Or maybe, like, just in case it doesn't work out. But I think it's way better to include each other in our romantic endeavors like for our sake yeah I would agree with that I mean but that's also I mean that's very like subjective but I mean I for myself like I'm a very like open book so it really it doesn't really bother me to have like open conversations with people and I I think I wear my heart on a sleeve um but yeah I do understand the idea of just like um, yeah, I don't know, like self-preservation and just, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think like, you know, of course there's people that they start talking to someone, they have no idea where it's going to go. And so they don't necessarily want to like, yeah, pull in like a new relationship into their friend circle and kind of make that like complicated or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But you know, like, I think that if we create more space for our friends, then they'll be able to do that anytime, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I've had friends who've dated guys for several months and I met them and hung out with them, and then they're not together anymore, and then we don't talk anymore, and then it's just fine. There has mm-hmm. to be room for that, right? Like, because the discernment process of, like, can I imagine, like, waking up to this person every day of my life? Like, that takes a while to figure that out. Yeah. And as it should. I mean, of yeah. course. Like, humans are super complicated, and, like, we all come in with, like, you know, like, a whole lifetime of experience and perspective and trying to get two different people to be able to merge their lives. I mean, that's... That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. It's an incredibly complex thing, so... Yeah. And I think the thing that maybe is magical about it is that it happens so often. Right, yeah. And and I think, you know, the marriages we see, they're not without issues by any means. Mm-hmm. But the fact that two people were so willing to join their lives together and create one life out of two... Is pretty amazing. Yeah. I would say, you yeah. know? And that's not to say that they had all the right intentions or right. that they, like, have healthy views of what life is about. But I still think that kind of level of commitment is really admirable. Mm-hmm. But um, making that decision, like, matters a lot. And so it does matter who you're deciding to spend the rest of your life with. And Yeah. Of course. So. I think if I, like, didn't already know this answer, but I'm wondering if, like, the audience would ask this too. Do you feel like there's any parts of you, and you can tell me if you want to cut this, okay? (laughs) Okay. If there are any parts of you that are doing this because you just like how it feels and like being cared about and paid attention to and invested in? 
I think it's a great question. I think, yeah, I've, like, definitely have thought about this already and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. because this is probably, it's crazy to say this, but just because I haven't really dated anybody and stuff, like, this is probably the most, like, intentional, like, intentional, I know, like, connection or, or whatever, like, that I've had with a guy, and so, yeah, like, of course it's, like, nice to wake up to, like, a text message or... Yeah to be complimented or to just feel like wanted I mean all these things are great and I think it's just so natural for us to want to feel like validation from from people especially like in a like romantic you know way I think at the same time if that's all I wanted I think I would just find a local guy yeah (laughs) if that's if that's what my intention was yeah I would probably just find a way easier situation than this one. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I do, I certainly think that that is a perspective that everybody should challenge themselves with when they start talking to someone. A little bit before I started talking to this guy, I matched with, like, um, a, a local guy on a dating app, and he was, it was, like, it was a couple weeks before I matched with this guy, um... This other guy who's, like, local, like, he was, like, you know, sending morning texts and, like, really sweet and blah, blah, mm. blah. But, like, it just lasted for, like, a week. And then I was just, like, there's no actual connection here. Like, hmm. again, it's, like, cute to, like, wake up and to this guy who's, like, good morning, beautiful. I hope you have a great day, blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah, when it came down to it, I was just, like, yeah, I'm not, like, interested in this person at all. Like, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a-okay, like, cutting <laughs> out this, like sweet text message whatever thing because it was bullshit like I did not you know I wasn't actually like I mean I mean initially of course like I was actually trying to figure out if if I was interested in this person or not but Mm -hmm. it just the connection wasn't there and for me it's just not worth it like yeah and I have a lot of amazing relationships in my life and I have a lot of I'm just really blessed like I have just like a lot of awesome cool things to be thankful for in my life and so I just I think I've always held the notion that I just really didn't ever want to really commit to something until I felt more serious about it and yeah just as of now I mean yeah this is something that I'm just invested in and maybe he like disappears tomorrow and I never know what happens yeah maybe we get into a really big argument about something that we can't figure out and we never meet and this is how it ends. Maybe we meet and it goes horribly. Like, I don't know. I have no idea what's going to hold. But for now, I'm just willing to kind of see where it goes and I am, I'm willing to maybe get hurt because that's what it is, right? I mean, if you go... Always, yeah. If you... With anything, even like outside of a romantic thing, like if you open up your heart to somebody, you can't control what they're gonna do I mean you can you can control a lot of things in your life but you can never you can't control somebody else you never know what the other person's doing yeah it's just like trying to learn to trust people and yeah it's terrifying (laughs) so I have no idea there could be a follow-up podcast of how it's Kelly's heartbroken yes no I don't know like I mean (laughs) it's it's Kelly's single part two yeah she's definitely single he disappeared (laughs) I don't know. I yeah, mean, we can, yeah, we can follow. Who knows what's going to happen, so. Yeah. But I do appreciate that question, because I think that is, um, 
actually a very loving question to present to somebody when they're exploring a relationship. Well, you know, I think that I, that's where I'm checking my motives a lot when I'm wanting to pursue something like this is just a little anecdote. Yesterday, my mom called me to wish me happy birthday and she was like asking me why I didn't do a big party or something. And I told her, well, mom, last year on my 28th birthday, like three times before noon, I had cried because I was just so sad about Mm -hmm. where I was at in life, you know? She goes, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I just had thought that by the time I was 28, I'd be married and maybe even be a mom and, you know, be even more stable in my career, even though I'm totally in, like, the career I want to be in. It's just not super stable. And she was, she, because I think she didn't really want to take the time to address my emotions, she was like, and these are past emotions because I feel differently about it now. But she was like, oh, I didn't realize you were so desperate, Bridget. Like, kind of jokingly. Right, right. Um, And then she said to me, well, you had your chance. I set you up on Christian Mingle. You know, like I told that story before. And I just laughed because I was like, here we go. Right. (laughs) You know, like, it's, I'm always wondering if it's that I feel desperate or that it's just not as simple as it does seem. Because... We see people get together all the time and, you know, meet, start dating, get married really fast, especially in our context, in our community. But with for something that's so important, we don't need to, like, be so desperate, right? Like, mm. so I'm, I, I think I am checking my heart. But I don't think it's wrong to want to be loved and affirmed and partnered with and, you know, championed and taken care of. And that doesn't just happen, have to happen in marriage, but, like, I think that that's one of these great things that you and I both want. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll address the people who don't want it some other day, you know, like, mm-hmm. because it's, because I just think that that's like our, our thing. Yeah. This is where, where we want to try to get some of that stuff fulfilled. So we take it seriously. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Are we desperate? No. <laughs> No, you know what's funny, though? Even thinking about, like, how we're we're so not desperate to the point that we're willing to be the, like, singleness podcast ladies, right? Like, if I, if I was like, no, I don't want to be associated with, like, super duper uber single, then I would not do this podcast, yeah. right? Like, yeah. we're willing to do it and keep having these conversations with people, and I think it's worth it. So, yeah. But thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, I'm... <laughs> really hot and really cold from being nervous it's hard to like i oh you're funny you're supposed to laugh it's not a big deal oh (laughs) but no i just i was feeling i know i know no that's okay it's yeah it'll be it'll be you know whatever it's interesting but i just let me just take a quick uh few seconds here to say like i just really appreciate to the friends that have just like really like listened to me and talked with me and been really honest with me like I just, I really think you guys, like, everyone's just, that I've talked to about it, which is, like, a small group of people, but have just, have been, you know, like, they've challenged me, and, but in really kind, like, um, thoughtful ways, so I really appreciate that, and that's what I want, I don't want, I don't want, like, a friend group that's, like, oh my god, you're talking to somebody else, like, you know, I I really want, like, people to actually 
care about it and care about my heart and so I'm really grateful for the the closest like girlfriends I have and stuff and yeah and to the person that this podcast is about like hey what's up (laughs) (laughs) talk to you soon (laughs) you're sick right now feel better okay bye (laughs) oh man all right let's wrap it up I'm done (laughs) (laughs) you gotta like re I gotta, like, I need to go run a mile or something. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Feel free to email us or message us on Instagram, like, if you have any thoughts or comments. Kelly's being very brave by sharing this. Um, Shout out to Norway. Norway's listening to the podcast. Yes, our girl from Norway. Heck yeah. Thank you so much for listening to us. I love that you just messaged us and you're so sweet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Caroline's brother. (laughs) Kelly's <laughs> trying to set me up with. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. He he apparently wins all these different things. I was talking to Caroline about it yesterday. This is, by the way, to, your friend Caroline, because one of my best friends is named Caroline. Well, this is Bridget's Caroline. But it's not Bridget's Caroline. It's ours, because she listens to our podcast, okay. and that's the only way I know her. Oh, I thought you, like, knew her. No, she's a she's a friend of Caroline, a Caroline, <laughs> my girl. You're Caroline. my girl, too? Okay. <laughs> Caroline is a, a like this really great photographer in Denver, what? so she travels everywhere, and she's a friend of someone here in Tucson who does photography, who listens. Oh my gosh, that's who hilarious. I think is a friend of Mariah. Gotcha. Okay, Caroline, I was like being weird with you because I thought you were Bridget's friend, but you are so cool. Well, she is now. Aw, Caroline, love you. You're so great. <laughs> what what a shout out. <laughs> I think she deserves it because she really does. Interact. She was just really sweet. She yeah. interacts with yeah. the podcast a lot. Anyway, All right, guys. so fun. <laughs> We will, we'll uh, see you in a couple weeks. Bye.